0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Forgotten Jesus Podcast. Today, Pastor, we are getting into Luke chapter 2. The birth of Jesus. Yes. I'm pretty sure this is like the one episode everybody's wanted us to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's taking a little time. Uh, you know, here. just 30 episodes or so. 30? I don't know, something like that. It's
1: taking like 60 episodes, Okay, 60. Episodes. Yeah, it definitely feels
0: like maybe 60. Maybe 50, so.
1: maybe 50. Okay, but uh, we don't want to rush this, Andrew. No. We want to build the case for this. This is like
0: a crock pot recipe. Ooh. You know right. what I'm saying? Like slow Or a slow smoked brisket. Ooh. Like right. the slower... The better. the better, yeah, more tender,
1: yeah, yeah. See what I did? there? Falls off True. the bone. I oh, think that's right. About. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Okay, so <laughs> maybe I'm just hungry. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna get us all hungry this morning. Um Luke you chapter two. You should probably
2: make us a brisket soon. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wait. Yeah. Do you make brisket?
0: That is your next uh, hobby. I, I, I don't need to know that. No, I don't need to know the hobby. Andrew.
2: We need his next hobby to be cooking.
0: Oh,
1: yes, we can do that. I will stoke I that. I need
2: his next hobby
1: no. to be cooking. Stoke that. He is a, he's got the one-liner stuff. I mean, he's on it this morning. He'll stoke that. Yeah, and we sits. can do it. <laughs> I'll mm. fan that in the flame. <laughs> he has made
2: an occasional
1: Oh, man. I could brisket? cook. Yeah, I, my hobbies are more for the benefit of me, you know, like uh, disc yeah. golf and ham oh, radio. I don't know and if and you can and...
2: cook, but you can grill Yeah, yeah right. I'm not a big cook. I've had to learn to grill. Anyway, yeah. this is a okay. whole
1: other podcast. That's a whole okay. other sermon for The another birth day. of Jesus. The birth of Jesus, okay. <laughs> so right out the gate, Luke chapter two, uh, verse one, we'll start reading. So Candy, I want you, I want you to read. Um, let's read, and obviously I'll stop you soon, but let's just, read. <laughs> I, I don't even want to tell you where to go to because we're not, gonna go in we're in not those going to go far. Because we're not going Okay, stop okay, there. Let me guess, there. let me guess. In those okay. days, okay, go ahead. <clears throat> okay,
2: okay, Luke two, one. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus. That the whole empire should be registered. The first registration took place while
1: Corinius
2: Quen- was governing Syria.
1: Okay, let's stop there. Okay, so a lot of names we can't pronounce and we, 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 uh, we're learning. Okay, so what is Luke doing Quirinius. by giving us this historical background of the text? Dating it. He's dating. Remember, Luke is what? Let's go back to- Giving you her. an orderly
0: account. Yes. Details. Because he was talking to the Greek audience. Yes. Who thought that
1: way. Man. Andrew, I'll tell you, you when oh, I listen to the podcast sometimes, just to make sure that we don't have to give clarification on things I've said or someone else, which is normally- like, Or someone else. Well, not, not you, but normally just Candy. Say, okay. I've just who been not? thoroughly impressed <laughs> with your knowledge well, and your you. teachable spirit. You retain
2: thank the you. knowledge, which is good. Yep. You know, like is, you remember it.
1: That is the grace of God. Because well, I don't remember is, things. Yeah, well, I no, you remember things. Here's what's funny. I have realized how many times you or Candy will say something very profound and in the moment my brain's on autopilot with all right. this information that I go back I'm, I'm not making this up I'll go back and listen with the I use the podcast to teach my boys right. in the car on the way to school. They don't listen to me say it but they'll listen to me and you and Candy say it right. on, on oh, the yeah. radio cuz it's like professional. So I'll say, "Hey, did you hear what I just said?" Did you hear what That's- <laughs>
0: Well what anyway. we have learned is that we will say something profound, and you'll forget about it. Then you'll re-say it as if it's your own idea. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and and we we're like, up. "Yes, Pastor, I go. agree." Okay, like, just let yeah, me
2: keep you're right. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Just let me keep you on me it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. Okay, Caesar Augustus. Who is he? Who is Caesar Augustus? An emperor from where? Augustus, Georgia? Don't, no, not Augustus. Don't Georgia. tell me. No, where is he? Where, where is um, Caesar Augustus from? The Caesars are all from where? Rome. Rome, okay? So we have Caesar Augustus, who's the big guy in Rome. Now, the cool thing about Caesar for the Jewish people is he let them do a few things. He allowed them to do a few things. He allowed them to rest on the Sabbath, which was a big deal. Okay. He allowed them to celebrate their festivals. Okay, so is this is Hellenism-influenced... Of of course,
0: Hellenism, Romanism. Keep your things, but also add these to it.
1: Yeah, you could worship the one true God, but just know that that, that the real Lord and Savior is Caesar, right? right? You need to know that. And over time, when Jesus dies and uh, the Romans come in and overtake or, or, or sack Jerusalem, uh, the persecution for worship of uh, emperor or imperial worship ramps up, where mm. right now it's an option. Like you can worship God, but worship Caesar. But in the 100s and time of Paul, it's you better worship Caesar or you die. Mm. There's only one Lord and God, which is, which is really insightful mm. for us. Why? Because to claim Jesus, to confess Jesus is Lord, which Paul tells the Romans, remember? You've got to confess with your mouth Jesus is, is Lord, Lord and believe that in God raised him from the dead in your heart and you will be saved. Jesus is Lord was a death sentence for mm. some people. Because, because that that's means like...
2: Caesar's not.
1: Right, that's like saying the president, that's like saying uh, Jim, Soon Jung Kim in Korea, is that his name? Can't even think of his name. Kim in Korea, I know it's another thing. If you say he's not, the Lord and Savior of the country, and someone else is, you die immediately. Right. That's how it was, okay? So Caesar Augustus is a man, a real man in a real time period. And then Quirinius is the governor, it says, and he's going to call for the census. Now, what Luke is doing is, is he's giving us an ability to date the mm. birth of Jesus. Good. Right. Good. Because what we can do is take the biblical record, and we can compare it with the historical record, and we can find that Caesar was a real man, Augustus, Quirinius was a real man, and these guys were really governing the world at that time. Right. Guess what time period we find this? Okay. What time period? What year? And I'll give you a clue. Don't use ChatGPT. Um, no, no, was, no, 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 no. Listen, I was on. Not right now. Not right now. I want you to okay, just guess. Man. Okay. And the answer is, if you're listening, it's not zero AD. It's not zero because we always have thought, well, Jesus changed, you know, the whole world. Jesus was so right. impactful. We turned. Right. Which is partly, yeah, we did I before say Christ. It's after like, four. That's after what Christ. I was going to say. But it's not zero. Four. Okay, four. That's a good guess, Candy. I was going to say four. Okay, there is a debate on this. Okay, and obviously it depends on where you land, but as okay, the earliest I think you could say is four. The, the earliest, earliest. There we wow. Go. The meaning, earliest. meaning it's not one, it's not right. two BC, it's not three BC. I would say my, my this is my opinion, and I think it's backed by. Um, would you mean you
0: mean AD? AD no BC
1: no oh, BC BC.
0: 4 BC. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah four yeah, B C. because it works back
1: Remember, it works back to it. It goes yeah. 4 BC, 3 yep. BC, 2 BC, 1. You right. don't count zero, you count one. So it goes one to one, okay? You go one down, one up. It's kind of confusing. Okay, but some will say as late as, early as 6 BC, I've even read today when I was studying it, one guy says 8 BC. I think that's too early. But 4 BC is where I land. Now, if Jesus was born... In 4 BC, mm-hmm. and you count the three years leading up to zero, mm-hmm. and he dies, we know he dies at 30 AD. Mm-hmm. We know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, that's that's confirmed. That puts Jesus at the age of? 33. 33. So this is how we say Jesus was born on 4 BC, mm-hmm. died at 30 AD, and he died at the age of 33. Started right. his ministry roughly thirty. A.D. Why is that important? Because we're, we're documenting that Jesus is not the tooth fairy. He's not right. like yeah. Santa Claus. He's not some fictitious character made up. No, this is a real man in a real place, real people. Right. Okay. So they say the first registration took place. Now, here's how the registration worked back then. The reason they wanted them to go back to their hometown to be counted for a census, if you will, is for one main reason. Okay. Taxes. Taxes. They wanted to tax the people to make money. And mm-hmm. so Joseph and Mary, Mary now pregnant, they're living in Nazareth in the Galilee area and they have to make the long journey down to Bethlehem, the town of Joseph. Okay, so let's keep reading and we're gonna see uh, what happened.
2: What, wouldn't it be awesome if we were able to see that census? What census? The one that they took. When they, everybody had to go back to their hometown and register. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like a census?
1: Yeah. If we had an iCloud. Because like, you ref, know, rec, we do, we do that today.
2: ICloud, be awesome. Like if you go to on Ancestry.com. Oh, you mean
1: dot com, like Yeah. You
2: can go back and find like the censuses that your grandparents or great-grandparents filled out, mm-hmm. who was living in their home at the time, what mm-hmm. age, what occupation, and it would have been something similar to that. And could you, like, I mean, I wonder somewhere out there, is it
1: preserved? no it's not it's not preserved and not only is it not preserved but remember we talked about this in a previous episode the the Galilee region particularly at the area of Nazareth knew their lineage well because they believed that the messiah would come from there in fact the whole jewish culture knew their lineage mm-hmm. well they had records and records of it they were kept in the temple area in in mm-hmm. Jerusalem after the Romans came through in 70 AD, 70 AD when they burned everything to the ground, this is just a sidebar here. Have you ever wondered, how can you burn a temple to the ground? It's made of stone. Right. You ever thought about this? Anybody ever thought? Like, I can say like houses, wooden houses, but it says they it was burned to the ground. Here's how it burned. Because right, I've, I've thought of this. I thought, that doesn't make sense. When they made the plaster or or the cement that went between the bricks mm-hmm. that held the the, the, mortar, the mortar, if you will, yeah. that held the bricks, these huge stones together, it was actually made with flammable material. Did oh, you know no this? Mm-hmm. And so when they burned it, it, just fell apart. It just all crumbled. All the wow. weight just right. shifted, and it fell apart. And so that's how it burned. But the problem was anything that was a papyrus, right? Oh yeah, all of them burn. Yeah. Now, somebody in our church stopped me uh, last week uh, at our Better Man uh, gathering, and he said, I got a question for you. He said, do you think the fact that all the records burned in 70 AD is God's statement to the world to say, stop looking for the Messiah through your lineage? He's already here. Oh, wow. Golly, Mm. think about that. That's a cool insight. I never thought about that. I thought that was a cool insight. So, all right, moving on. Uh, We're we're sidetracked and we're not even into what I want to get to. Okay, verse three, (laughs) but this is all good. But Verse three. Okay,
2: so everyone went to be registered each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the family line of David.
1: Okay, now remember, stop here. He's of the line of David, which mm-hmm. is true, but he's disqualified himself as a human from being the Messiah's uh, you know, father or connected to the Messiah because of the Jeconiah problem in mm-hmm. his life. Now, he goes back there. One of the things I want you to see, you have two worlds running concurrent at the same time, okay? You have the visible realm that we see, the things that we see in the natural visible realm, but you also have the supernatural sovereign plan of God working behind the scenes where you can't see. How do I know this? Look at the text. It says God used a pagan ruler, you ready for this? <laughs> to call the first couple mm. of the Messiah, back from Nazareth, down to Bethlehem. Oh, by the way, and she's eight and a half months pregnant. (laughs) Wow. Now, ladies, don't overlook this. Mm. The first miracle before the miracle of the incarnation was the fact that Joseph traveled. (laughs) I mean, think about this. Doctors tell our ladies today, you can't even drive a certain amount, right? And I'm going to tell you how they get there, which is really going to set you back. But Th- that a minor miracle is they came from Nazareth, right. yeah. which is, you ready for this? A, an 80 to 90 mile journey. Mm. Okay. Walk. And it's, yeah, there's no Greyhound bus. Right. There's no Jerusalem Transit Authority system. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not riding the subway or the tube if you're overseas, right? They are actually going to walk there, but make the case for that. But here's the point of that why do I say the two, two kingdoms running concurrently? God is using in the natural realm a census to bring the first couple down to Bethlehem, but they're also coming to fulfill the prophecy of Micah chapter chapter five, when it says that he will be born where? Of all places, in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. The Messiah will come. O you Bethlehem, the mm-hmm. smallest tribe, but out of you will come the Messiah, okay? And it shows us another reminder, whatever's going on in your life, listen to mm-hmm. me. It may look like, Pagan leaders are in control and things are out of whack or things aren't going your way. Just be reminded, even your boss or the leader of our country, leader of the world. Let me remind you of Proverbs 21 1. A king's heart is like a stream of water in the hand mm. of the Lord, he okay. directs it wherever he, he chooses. Isn't that a cool verse? It is cool. So n- n- it doesn't matter. I mean, it may look bad and difficult like it did for them at times, but God's just giving a wink to say, Hey, listen, yeah. I'm still in control. So now yeah. they travel back to Bethlehem.
0: Brought uh, up Romans eight twenty eight for me, by the way. Just okay. saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: God works all things to the good to the good of those who love him who are called according Amen. to his purpose. Amen. Yes, and we, we, say, we say this a lot. No all accidents. things means all things. All things in Greek means all things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is going to shock you, so bear, brace yourself for this. In fact, when I share this at Long Hollow, my first Christmas here, I don't think I was here, but what, two months, two and a half months and I thought back then, well, surely they're going to love to hear these new insights they've never heard before about the Jewishness <laughs> uh, of Jesus. I blocked out that whole season. Oh gosh, I'm just yeah. kidding. I did too, actually. No, but I'm just joking. <laughs> so nice. I got up in my uh, naive, you know, uh, proud of self, you know, insights, knowledge that I had studied, and uh, I said this line that got more email, and people talked about this for months and months after. We joke about it now, but I said, "You need to know," because what I did was essentially ruined every nativity scene in every front yard of every Christian family in America. I I I threw mine in the trash. I went home and threw it away. You don't have
0: to throw it away. No, you just have it, to my grandmother it. gave it to me, and I just threw it away. No, no you didn't. You family didn't. heirloom, gone. I've ruined the whole family tradition. <laughs> no, he's crazy. was these to Okay, gonna
2: okay. Say. I still love my. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, but you just have to. Okay, get the so right. how did you ruin it? How did you ruin well, it? Well, I'm us?
1: not saying you throw it away. You just have to rearrange it to make okay. it biblical. Yeah, you can't have an unbiblical one in your driveway. I'm, I'm not saying you can't, but if you want to have a biblical, one- what makes
2: it unbiblical?
1: One, they weren't in a wood. Hold on, Andrew. I'm just saying. on, we ain't gotten there yet. The first one is, sorry. there is no donkey at the stable.
2: Well, yeah. my nativity doesn't have a donkey.
1: Well, so well, do. that's because y'all got rid of it. <laughs> uh-huh. no. Okay, listen, no.
2: I don't think mine ever, well, growing up ever but had I'm a donkey I'm about either.
1: the ones on the lawn normally have donkeys. Now, here's the thing I want to say, and this is going to make sense <laughs> when you listen to it, okay? Mary and Joseph, I believe, and I'm convinced of this, and I've fact-checked it, obviously anecdotally, but I've fact-checked it with every tour guide I've ever been to Israel with It's been four or five of them sure. every year for five years, but multiple tour guides, probably like 10 of them. And they've all said the same thing. Now, in America, it's going to shock you. But here's the, th- here's the statement. I do not believe Mary made the 80-mile journey on the back of a donkey. I don't think she did. Now, some of you are probably saying, really? Eight and a half month pregnant woman traveling about five to 10 miles a day, mm-hmm. right? Because that's about, I mean, and that seems like a lot, but for them, it wouldn't have been too, too much. That would have taken them about a week and a half, two weeks, depending, to get mm-hmm. there by foot. Okay. Yeah. Now, when I said this again, people said, Oh, you're crazy. That, that's not the way I've read the story. That's not right. the books I've read. Okay. Let me give the case to show you why I believe that. Okay. Number one is every tour guide I've asked said, Oh, it makes sense. And there's no way they had a donkey. I said, Really? Why? Because they didn't have money. Right. A donkey was like a Cadillac today, you know, like a Mercedes today. I mean, you have to have, you have to have wealth and influence to be able to purchase the donkey. But the reason I think they didn't have a donkey is this reason, okay? Go with me to Luke chapter two, verse 22. And I wanna show you something about what they offered to the Lord on the eighth day after Jesus was born. And this will show you why I think they didn't have a donkey. Luke chapter two, verse 22, it says uh, that he's gonna, the parents are gonna bring Jesus to the temple as Suggested. Let's Mm -hmm. read this, Candy.
2: And when the days of their purification, according to the law of Moses, were finished, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male will be dedicated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons.
1: Okay, now if you read that just at face value, you're like, oh, that's great. They went to the temple, offered two turtle doves. Andrew, what is the glaring issue? with that line? The turtle doves. Okay, why? Because the- Two, two uh, birds.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're the cheaper of the things you could have sacrificed. It's not a lamb, not a spotless lamb.
1: Yes, okay. We learned that from Leviticus chapter 12. So go to, Candy, go to Leviticus chapter 12, verse eight, and I wanna show you, the, the, the turtle doves were not what was recommended. It mm-hmm. was not what was expected. You're gonna see the turtle doves- Kind of like the minimum you could do, right? Are the minimum exception. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a footnote. If you can't afford this, then this, watch. Read this, verse eight.
2: But if she doesn't have sufficient means for a sheep, she may take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. Then the priest will make atonement on her behalf and she will be
1: clean. Okay, so that's the exception. Now, let me frame it for you. Mom and dad just had, not just any firstborn son, Hmm. not even just an awaited <laughs> firstborn son not even just one spoke to by the angels we've had those before in the bible this is whose son god's god's son feel the weight of this so you are giving back and dedicating back to god the father the son he has given you to care for you're going to you're going to sell the farm right you're going, to sell, you're going to sell the field. You'll do whatever you have to do, i.e., you will sell the donkey so that you could buy a sheep to give to the Lord. And so what commentators believe and what the, the, the Messianic Jewish guys that I've followed and suggest that they didn't have a donkey. Right. I mean, to- I don't see it anywhere in here. And, and, and by the way, by the way, right. it's not in the text. Right. not in the text. Right. No, it's not in the text at all. We have assumed, assumed right. that because they made the journey. Now, you got to remember, they walked everywhere. Mm-hmm. They, they, 100%. They, they yeah. walked everywhere. In fact, in the Old Testament, you got to realize, when they left Egypt and went to the promised land, were there pregnant women walking to the promised land? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Were there uh, young women walking who had just had babies? Absolutely. What if they said, I can't walk anymore. I'm tired. But they didn't even think about that. That's just what they do. No, they got left yes, behind. They all- had they to walk. everywhere. Now, the question is, why do they not have any money? And the answer is, why, why do you think? I mean, they they're a money?
0: young couple.
1: <laughs> like they haven't even really started their own life yet. Well, true, but remember, we have this—we have this idea again, not right. in the Bible. We have this idea that Joseph could have been older. Mm-hmm. Okay, probably in his okay. late twenties, maybe thirties. It would have been uncommon, but not unlikely. Joseph in his late thirties. Okay, late he could have been. I mean, I'm sorry. Late twenties, late thirties, late twenties. Sorry, I was about to late twenties. This
2: is not right.
1: Mid late twenties. Right. Okay. He could have been working. The problem is, or the challenge was, what did he do for a profession?
2: Well, wasn't stone he a mason.
1: carpenter? No, stonemason. Where are the trees? Well, guy,
0: the, well Carpenter is tecton. Today. Well, I'm just yes. saying that's learned, why people have it, messed he's up. stories. you no, were right. He's right.
1: It, okay, so that's good, Kenny. We have translated. Also, wasn't it. a rooster that crowed. You want to talk about okay, that? Don't mess them up today. You're gonna mess them all up. We're, we're gonna jumping t- ahead. Andrew. <laughs> three things we said today. They didn't come in a donkey. Joseph wasn't a carpenter, right. and there wasn't a rooster actually crowing it. We got to save that for. We'll later. save that. We'll save that. We've got build like, like years, two or three years from now. So, but I do. I don't believe there was a rooster that crowed in the garden. But anyway, that's a whole nother server. But here's the point. Um, Joseph was what the Bible translates or the Bible says is a tekton, T-E-K-T-O-N. The English translators of the King James Version of the Bible translated that word as what? Carpenter. Carpenter. Why would they translate it as carpenter? Because it's our Western... Mindset, yeah, because that's what they did. You
0: built, right. you built homes, and you right. use wood. I mean, you go back and even look at the the painting of the Last Supper. I know we're getting way ahead, but it was so heavily influenced by the area that they yes lived in when they painted it. Da Vinci was not an Eastern no. rabbi from uh,
1: the the Middle East. Uh, he was from. Rome and he So tecton, it. the Greek word,
0: generally means
1: builder or craftsman. Yeah. It actually means this, someone who works with their hands. Right. Okay. okay? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to leave you with a cliffhanger and we're going to pick up next week. And here's okay. why. I want to leave you with a cliffhanger to get you to think, what did Joseph actually craft or create or work with his hands with? And I want you to think in context of the land of Israel. Are there stones everywhere Or are there trees everywhere? And that will help you think of it. When we come back next week and pick up why Joseph and Mary did not have a donkey nor gave the best offering they could.
0: Okay, so real quick, Pastor, before we close, give me just a thought for us to discuss. So if we're meeting with our our forgotten Jesus groups, we're wanting to break this down, how does this apply to us? What's something we can discuss?
1: Yeah, think of times when there was a concurrent reality in your life where you looked at something that was overwhelming, difficult, didn't look like it was going your way. We, you mean we got to travel eight and a half, eight and a half months pregnant for 80 miles to Bethlehem? Oh no, by the way, you're going to fulfill prophecy. Right. Mm. Yeah, God's mm. plan, your plan, the world's plan, working concurrent simultaneously. Yeah. I think about times like that. Look at your life and say, wow, I didn't think God, would you know, I always say when you're down to nothing, God's always up to right.
0: something. Yeah, I mean, just mm. your own story. Good. Think about Katrina. <laughs> that was a... Right devastating disaster that God used in a huge way in your life as part of your story. Okay. Well, thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Candy, for that. Uh, Again, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to share with a friend. We'd love to connect with you also on social media. So if you can connect with us on Instagram at The Forgotten Jesus, that's a great place to ask us questions. Uh, That's where we get any of the content for that when we do bonus episodes and we just like knowing who's listening. So uh, again, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode.